warning. What you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hi guys, welcome back to the Trash Sheep. I'm Elliot, I'm here with my co-host Keith. Hello. And we have a guest host today. What? A guest host? Keith, you want to do the honors? Yeah, this is uh, Curtis Ashby. He is uh, a creative dynamo, an artist, uh, a prolific style icon, and more. Uh, welcome to the show, Curtis. Thank you, guys. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, basically, um, I'm Keith said it best. I'm an artist and graphic designer. I've, uh, okay, okay. Let's not just repeat what someone else said. <laughs> Let's get real personal here. Um, Who are you really? Oh, well, I love long walks on the beach. Okay, let's move this along. <laughs> well, whoops, I dropped a pen, guys. That's what that loud crash sound is. Um, what, what's your favorite pizza? Uh, my favorite pizza, definitely chicken bacon ranch. No, 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 not toppings. Like pizza, like individual pizza you had at one point in life. Or oh, was it? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, time, Who date, which, Who what year. With? Well, uh... There was a man. Okay, this is he, he's <laughs> this, this, this is the type of thing that I expect people to know right off the bat. Let me ask you this question. This is the most question, important question you'll ever have to answer in your life. Have you ever had to judge someone? Only one person. Was it your best friend? He was my best friend. Well, that's going to play in really well to our today's show because we have a special show today. Today is our first ever movie grudge match. Two movies enter, one walks out. Today it is Judge Dredd, starring Sylvester Sloan, versus Dredd, starring Carl Urban as Judge Dredd. Head to head, Dredd versus Dredd. So we're gonna we're gonna put those two movies against each other, see who survives. But before we do that, we're gonna do our old segment, knee jerk reactions. Knee jerk reactions. Uh, you guys all know the drill. We watch a movie trailer, we react to it. We either think we might like it, we might hate it, whatever. It's crazy. Curtis, you're our guest. Do you have anything that you want to add to knee jerk reactions? Anything you've seen that really just struck out at you? Oh, you don't have to have anything either. They don't feel pressured. I'll pressure you um, on a lot of other subjects, but this one is kind of like you know. I'm, I've I've felt words. a lot of pressure already, but I think I'm gonna pass. Uh, I'll uh, wait till you guys go. Uh, that was a trick question, Curtis. There was pressure, and uh, you failed. <laughs> okay, so I, Keith, I can always count on you for this. Yeah, I watched a trailer. It was a movie trailer for The Void. Oh man! Here's a reaction that looks sick as hell. It looks fucking awesome. It's uh. What's the name of that director? Steven Krasinski or something? I don't know. I don't know. The movie looks so cool, I don't even know my own name. He's the same director as Manborg and the short film Biocop, both of which I was oh, a big fan no. of. You didn't like those, I know oh, that. Oh, no. I really liked them. Uh, the Void looks awesome. Looks like it takes place in a hospital. They open up some sort of portal to another dimension. Monsters comes out. It looks like uh, a extra gory John Carpenter. Yeah, John Carpenter's greatest hits, 100%. Yeah. There's tentacles, cults, slime, mm-hmm. people being murdered murdered with axes, axes, flickering lights. It's awesome. Weird sounds. The trailer is only like four seconds long. I'm completely sold. So is Patton Oswalt. Oh, is he t- mentioned Yeah, he, he was uh, online freaking out about it. So oh. if you're on the internet, you know. You've probably heard, you've probably heard him freak trust out. Trust in Patton Oswalt because he's right. Well, normally we do a few of these, but I think that one is like such a 
high point, the void, guys. Look it up. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to lessen it with any other. Uh, no, nothing concept. else can even hold a candle to it. Yeah. So if any more, we'll just have to wait. So let's get into our grudge match. Um, two movies, Judge Dredd, both in Dredd, both based on a comic book. Yes, comic book by the name of Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. One was made in 1995 or six. Starred yes. Sylvester Stallone in the, in the t- title role. One was made in 2012. Yep. Starred Carl Urban, uh, who you might remember from such movies as Nothing. Um, <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek. He was in Lord of the Rings, uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, Doom. He's Doom. He's the guy, but he's the guy that you normally like. Who was that guy? Carl Urban. Who? I, I actually like him. I think he's a good actor. But more of the time, like he's in like these off roles that you don't know. Uh, recognize him from and in this movie it's kind of fitting because you never see his face in the movie so you're still like who's Carl Urban um, but yes both of those movies both based on a comic book named Judge Dredd if you're not familiar with it uh, brief rundown it's the future way of the future dystopian world everyone lives in Mega City 1 which is this giant city that has like 80 billion people in it one giant city yeah after after like nuclear war has wiped out most of civilization yeah. everyone's crammed into this one giant city the, and... everything around the city is called the cursed earth which is just barren wasteland yes um there are law keepers called judges yeah judge dread being one of them they are the judge the jury and the executioner all rolled into one they they, they see crime they can make a complete fatal decision on the spot and get away scot-free kind of like real police today yeah um, but this is a, a, but these ones have bigger guns. It sounds to me like mass. a delicious justice dispensing dispensing burrito. Oh my god! It's just layered on top of each other, all the best stuff. So anyway, that's the general gist of the plot of the the world of Dread and Judge Dread. Yeah. So we we uh, I don't know if you, if you listened last time. We had a list of our top dystopian uh, state movies, and that's why we chose to do our first grudge man was with two dystopian yeah you'll notice that neither of these movies appear on our list on the list um but let's see let's start it off round one it's kind of obvious six six rounds broken up into different categories we're gonna score each round and then add it up all at the end and find out uh, who wins and who gets thrown out judged whoa uh cast and characters first round one point for cast one point for characters which movie had the best cast which movie had the best characters for that cast to fill? Keith, why don't you start this off? Yeah, let's award one point for uh, essentially two two descriptors. No, this is two points. This is two points. <laughs> oh, this is two, two points. points. <laughs> yes, cast is one point. Characters is another point. Keith, we've been over this. Okay, Curtis, you're gonna you're gonna be making sure that uh, we stay in line, and uh, you're gonna call everything down the middle. You're gonna be in a position of judgment but you also get the vote too you get a point you, right. can, you can award points too I, but, if, but if we're out of line just i'll i'll vote and keep you guys honest right just remember you're in i knew house. you'd say that i know you've known keith longer because we just met but hey i'm here to uphold you're gonna the be, law you're gonna be impartial are would you say that you are the law i am the law beautiful this is my judgment all right let's go <laughs> keith you start. okay so I am cat. Let cast first. Right. Uh, we'll get the characters. Dread stars Carl Urban, mm-hmm. uh, some girl, a couple of weird looking dudes, and Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. That's it. That's the entire cast. Entirely forgettable, bland, uninteresting, and uninspired. So I'm going to assume that you're already going to award the cast to Judge Dread before you even talk about it. 
You got it. Okay, one point, Judge Dredd. Uh, yes, I'm going to agree with you that the cast in Dread is not so hot. I do like some of the actors in it, but it's just kind of... Mm. Uh, that being said, Judge Dredd has Sylvester Stallone, Max von Sydow, uh, that guy from Das Boot, uh, Jurgen Horch... <laughs> that German guy. Oh, yeah, though, with the the bad acne scars yeah, yeah, and like yeah, the yeah. steely the, blue eyes. Yes, that guy. Fantastic. Um, it's got uh, Diane Lane... Oh yeah, um, I feel like uh, I get it. Guess Rob Schneider. Yeah, don't forget Rob Schneider. See, now this is this is going to be kind of interesting because at first I'm like, hell yeah, this cast is way better. But Rob Schneider, I think, gets minus gets some minus points. Ooh. Uh, which, luckily, fun fact: Joe Pesci turned down the role that uh, Rob Schneider accepted. So that would have been a, a one, a, you know, hole in one right there, but. Yeah, can you imagine what that would have been like? Just, just in your mind's I, eye for a second, imagine... Imagine it would just be like this, he would just be playing the same character from Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it also has... Oh, you're, you're judging me? Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> it also has uh, James Remar in... Oh, um, James Remar. Do you feel like that maybe that scene was like, he, he might have been in more of the movie at one point in time? And Oh, they definitely cut his scenes out. Stallone uh, felt threatened by the acting powerhouse that is James Remar. I can see that. Get out of here. So, in spite of... I have a strong dislike for Rob Schneider. Um, Who doesn't? Oh, just whoever whoever went and saw paid to see the animal. Curtis, what do you think of Rob Schneider? Uh, Well, I have my doubts at first, but to be honest, I love Rob Schneider. Ooh. I thought you were going to be an impartial judge dispensing justice. (laughs) Well... (laughs) I'm going to say, even in spite of Rob Schneider, I'm still going to have to award cast to Judge Dredd. I knew you'd say that. That's, that's a line from the movie, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's two points for Judge Dredd so oh, far. Oh, wait, also, uh, Curtis, who does the uh, opening narration in oh, yeah. Judge Dredd? Um, I believe it's James Earl Jones. That James is Earl correct. Jones. Yeah, and him, him talking about the cursed earth is actually... I could listen to that on a loop for probably eight hours. That's weird. Um, Curtis, your vote. Who has the better cast, Dread or Judge Dread? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Judge Dread on this one. It's three points. Judge Dread, zero points. Dread thus far. Okay, now we'll move into the second round of this, or second part of this round, which is characters. Which movie has the better characters for that cast to fill? Uh, Curtis, why don't you start it off this time? All right. Well, um, I don't know. Like I said. Uh, Rob Schneider really comes through with the comic relief. So you like the character for you think he delivers? I I'm gonna have to say yeah on that one. Another point for 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 Judge Dredd. Holy cow, man! You are really the fix is in. Who paid yeah, you I off? Just, yeah. I don't know. I just I would never tell you. What? Are... <laughs> <laughs> it was Rob Schneider. I love Rob Schneider. I think his movie's great. He's the best part of the movie, Judge Dredd. He sold the whole thing. No one's ever said these statements before except for Rob Schneider. Even Sylvester Stallone, who I think thinks Rob Schneider is great because he put him in two movies. Yeah, they're real pals. Uh, the word I don't even sh- think he would say these things. I'm a champion for Rob Schneider. If anything, even if he liked Rob Schneider Stallone, he would blame the failure of, of any movie he's ever been in on Rob Schneider, whether he's in Schneider's in the movie or not. So, all right, so that's four for Judge. I Dredd. wish Rob Schneider, Rob Schneider had been the villain in Cliffhanger instead of John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
What are what are some other characters that uh... we got some good characters in? Uh, in let's see, in the movies, movies there's Judge Dredd. There's well, obviously Judge Dredd. He's a lot more animated in uh, in this one than he is in Dredd, as portrayed by Sylvester Stallone. Uh, there's his love interest. We might as well just call this episode. Judge Dredd is better than Dredd. Well, I mean, we have we haven't got let's this is just round one, guys. Just round one. Let's. Uh, there's Max von Sydow as Chief Justice. There's a bunch of weird cannibal guys in the desert. Oh yeah. Uh, with that dude from The Walking Dead is the dad, the old man. The Angel the Family. Uh, let's see. There's um, Rico. The, uh, Armando Sante. The villain of the movie. Rico. Also, Judge Dredd's former best friend. Oh yeah. And brother, spoiler alert. Yeah, they're brothers. They're, they're bros. Uh, Judge Dredd only had one friend. What happened to him? He judged him. Um, let's Never see. loved since. That's 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 basically the characters. And then in Dredd, we have uh, Judge Dredd, who's kind of a secondary character almost. Yeah. Uh, in Dredd, the main focus is on some girl who has psychic powers. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, a drug magnate. Yeah, uh, the, the the mama. Mama is her name. Yeah, mama. played by uh, Cersei Lannister. I actually really like her character in the movie. I think she's a really good villain. Yeah, she's fine. Um, she's fun, but overall, what, what I don't get though is she's just an entrepreneur trying to make it in this topsy turvy modern world, and who is she really hurting? You know, oh, she like kills like three people no, at the beginning. No, the but movie. they're like a, she skins them alive and throws them off. They're criminals and drug dealers. So is she? Essentially, well, yeah. So they're not hurting anybody. Mm. They're off in their own in the uh, peach tree building, just uh, doing their thing. And here comes Judge Dredd trying to ruin their good what time. What about the people she's dealing drugs to? Oh, well, they can make decisions for themselves. That's a good point. It's also a post-apocalyptic future, like. What, what sort of normalcy are you clinging to? You might as well spend it uh, in a chemically induced euphoria. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Well, so that sounds like another vote from you, Keith, for Judge Dredd. Not so fast. Whoa. <laughs> I just get a wild card here. Who else is in uh, Dredd? Oh, it's, it's a pretty small cast. It's a small cast. It's like a pretty contained movie. There's a lot of, a lot of randos. Uh, there's... I mean, James Remar is the first of a parade of absolutely savage character actors that In, uh, parade yeah. around Judge Dredd. Right. Well, that's... But that's the cast, not not the characters. Well, the characters, too. I mean, um, in Judge Dredd, you've got, uh, the judge, you've got his plucky young sidekick, Judge Hershey, mm-hmm. you've got, uh, the anti-judge, uh, Enrico... You've got a killer robot. You've got a psychotic doctor. You've got the entire council of judges uh, who are the crankiest, oldest motherfuckers I have ever seen in a movie. Boy, oh boy. They should all be put in a home. <laughs> Which I think that's why they came up with the long walk. Uh, oh, yeah. That's where, where they... a, a, yeah, a, a chief justice will retire and then they'll head out into the cursed earth to dispense justice to the, the lawless. Is, are they dispensing justice or just... Yeah, they go out with a gun and the book of the law and, you know, they shoot people that don't agree with the book. Oh, so they shoot everyone in the first earth. Yeah. Okay, good to know. <laughs> um, so that's... What is that? You Final vote for Judge Dredd? 
cast like, or characters. It's like JD wins this round. Oh, uh, this is where I'm going to have to break ranks here. Because while overall I agree that the character lineup in Judge Dredd is a lot better than Dredd, this is where I just can't look past Rob Schneider's character of Fergie. I look past Rob Schneider being in the movie in regards to the rest of the cast, but his not only is he's a really annoying actor, his, his character is just... Useless? Useless, brings the movie down every time he's on screen. What, mo- about, what about when he hacks the robot? I know the robot is your favorite, Curtis. I do like the robot. Do you think that uh, if he didn't hack the robot, we wouldn't have a movie? Um, it is a pretty important part. You know who could have hacked, hacked that robot? Judge Dredd. He could have shot a hacking bullet into that no, robot. No, that's yeah. not part of the, the lawgiver gun settings. Mm, you are, are you an expert on all the different settings of the lawgiver? Yes, this there's, gun only, has there's numerous. only eight. Oh, okay. Well, Literally fine. eight. So I'm still giving it to Dredd, to Dredd over Judge Dredd just because Fergie blows... All right, so that concludes round one. We have one point dread. You know, I thought someone had paid you off, Curtis, but now I'm I'm convinced that all of you are on the take. Well, I don't know who to trust. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> one point dread, five points judge dread. That's round one. Boy, you're really gaining on us, uh, there, dread. Look out. <laughs> okay, round two, violence and action. This round is also worth two points breaking it up which one has the most brutal action or uh, brutal violence and the most exciting action Hmm. Uh, should we start with violence or action first Uh, let's start with action action okay well how about this dread starts out with the most forgettable car chase of all time it's pretty it's a pretty weak car it's chase. bland and boring and off there's one really nice looking shot um like kind of an overhead shot from the side of a building at the end but beside that it's literally just a motorcycle gaining on a van and then a van going faster mm-hmm. and that's it yeah it's pretty it's pretty true i was offended by the lackluster imagination in the, that car chase. I would say that, yeah, that car chase sucks. The action in Dread is not so hot, but also the action in Judge Dread is also not so hot. It's fantastic. Is it? Yep. It's right, right, right out of the gate, Stallone kicks a door in and fires, happens, sweeping his gun side to side. That happens, the same thing happens in Dread. Then they rip off a really awesome gimmick from the movie Nemesis, uh, which is an old Albert uh, Pune movie, Uh where he shoots a, a circular hole in the floor and pops down through the ceiling. That's true. That's pretty good. That's a classic move. That's a 10 out of 10. I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn on... I'm th- I feel like their action levels are... But at the end of the day... There's also a wild hover bike chase. Yeah, that's Through the streets of Mega City 1. The aerial streets. That means the sky. Yeah. Because it's the future and people can fly on hover bikes. I'm going to word it to Judge Dredd just for the cannibal fight. One point. That's what that's what inches over. That's what inches Judge Dredd over Dredd in terms of action is the cannibal fight. That's it. Oh, yeah, when he turns the knob on the, um, oh, yeah. on the cyborg the, brother the, the cyborg and shuts cannibal. him down. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's one point there. All right. One point for me. What do you think, Curtis? Did you have a favorite action scene? Um, I would say that... Uh, Judge Dredd is definitely more fast-paced. Um, kept my attention, and I think I'm gonna have to go back to the 
the robot scene where okay. the robot kind of once he gets hacked and starts like fighting for the good guys and that, that would have to that would win me over for sure okay so there's that that's three more points for judge dread guys okay now violence I think this one's a no-brainer. Be careful what you say here. Well, I don't like that twinkle in your eye. Why don't you say what, you, what you're thinking and I'll prove you wrong or, well, or agree, well, or agree with you. Well, here's the thing. Dread is a violent movie yeah. by trade, but uh, a lot of the scenes of violence are filled with CGI blood splatters. That's and true just gunshots to the head and nothing particularly stylish or impactful. What about what about when they're taking the slow-mo drug? Yeah, there's a couple of fun slow-mo sequences, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, they're a little on the slow side. I'm going to to me I'm going to You have, might say they crawl at a snail's pace. Mm, I'm going to have to say okay, first off, both movies are rated R. You would never know that Judge Dredd is rated R. Here's a movie that is rated R. I disagree. Pointlessly. There is hardly any graphic violence in this hit him with your gavel curtis don't let the man finish hardly any graphic violence uh there's no swearing there's no nudity why is this movie r it has an r rating it should take advantage of it or it shouldn't have the r rating at all it loses in terms of violence judge or just regular old dread surpasses i'm giving a point don't you mark that point i'm down. giving a point judge dread is extremely dread. violent but there's tons of squib hits there aren't a lot of headshots, but there's tons of squib hits. People it's, getting shot in the it's body. It's violent. I'm talking about graphic violence. People why getting blown this, up. Why is this movie Someone on? gets ripped in half by a robot, and their blood spills you out on the floor. You don't see it. It's off screen. No, you see the blood. Okay, you see a little pool of blood. It's like in Predator 2 when um, Gary Busey gets cut in half, and you see all the blood fall out of him. Yeah, you see a lot of other things, too. And his torso hovers in midair. Also, if we're going to talk about this graphic, that movie's chock full of graphic violence. That has like naked skin to live people. Uh, that, there's that whole like uh, like assassination sex scene. Uh, that's that's not comparable. You cannot compare Predator Two to Judge Dredd. I know it's a far superior film, but I don't even. If you're you're not even, you're not making an argument that this it was done stylistically or whatever. This it, the argument is no. There's which, just lots of graphic violence. The, yeah, the argument is. Which one has more violence? That's the category. Oh, Which so one's... this is purely mathematical. Right. First, that was action. Was Chris, action. what would you say the percentage of graphic violence is in Dread? Um, well, it, I don't think... What gonna... percentage of the movie is graphic violence? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe... I would say 78%. I was going to say like 75, so probably right around and there. And you know what percentage of graphic violence is Judge Dread? 2%. You're not gonna like this, Keith, but I think I'm rolling with dread on this. You one. son of a bitch, Keith. Elliot's got a are point. You, are you holding strong to your? This is treason. Mm. I'm I'm the judge in this courtroom. Oh yeah, can you hold him in contempt? <laughs> hold him in contempt. <laughs> You're not it. There's no real authority can, here. Can we, can we, is, Overruled. Is, is his is his evidence of why Judge Dread has more violence inadmissible? Uh yeah. I think by default, Keith, we have to award your point to Dread because you're held in contempt and your evidence is inadmissible. Just, so that's another Just like that fake recording. Point, <laughs> point for Dread. All right, so that concludes round two. We now have eight points, Judge Dread. 
the evidence has been falsified. And four points, Dread. So Judge Dread is still just cool. calm down, Keith is still fifty percent ahead. I don't even like Judge Dread. I just want the right movie to win. Well, that's yeah. This is this is this is we're trying to say we're impartial. We're basing it on the facts, the evidence, and the law. Can you show me the equation you used to calculate uh, the percentage of graphic violence in Dread? Yeah, it's it's this many. Show, show your <laughs> show your work. I held up my fingers like this, <laughs> and I counted that the, each each finger is ten minutes of screen time, and that's how much screen time is is violence. Amazing. Yeah, it's it it checks out. It checks out. Okay, ra- uh, round three, dystopian vibes. Obviously, we stated earlier these are dystopian state movies. It's the future. Everything blows. Which movie? Gives the best disp- uh, dis- impression of a dystopian state. Well, gee whiz, that's a real tough decision. I wonder how we'll ever get to the bottom of this one. I think I know where you're going, Keith, and you're going to be surprised to find out. And I actually agree with you. <laughs> Dread does a terrible job of conveying a dystopian state and does an even worse job of, of conveying the megacity concept. Yeah, everything seems fine. Other than there's, you know... A tower full of drug addicts and criminals, it, but this movie it does. There's a lot. It doesn't seem fine. There's a lot of violence and bad stuff going on, but it could take place in any era. Yeah, it no just, one's really oppressed or suffering in any way. Um, there's just a, there's a criminal element that's being dealt with, but there's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, there's the concept of megacity is totally botched in uh, Dread. It's yeah. supposed to be this huge, massive city, and it just kind of looks like Detroit. It's all like moderately spread out. It's no one's yeah, the, no, the, the citizens aren't like choking and crawling right. on top of each From, other. Right off the bat in Judge Dread, you have just like living quarters stacked in front of each other, food riots, and a block war. You know, just like the amount of car congestion. There's like no car congestion or vehicle congestion. No, everything is there's like plenty of parking. Skyscrapers go up like two thousand stories, and they're and they they there's they're all overfilled. Also. So the the main action in Dread takes place in like a housing development called the Peaches. That's supposed to be Peach like Peachtree. Peachtree, yeah, Peachtree, which is supposed to be like the worst of the worst living quarters in mm-hmm. the world, just filled with like yeah, the drug dealers and everything, and it's the poorest people and it's overpopulated. Uh, but the first time we see the courtyard of the peach of uh, the Peachtree, when the bodies are thrown off the top floor into the courtyard of the of the executed drug dealers. Um, there's like upper middle class families like going out for a leisurely stroll, dressed nice, pushing uh, strollers, have shopping bags. It literally makes no sense that why in this, uh, this sector, yeah, this this supposed to be the seediest sector of of uh, the worst of the worst of the city is just like the. It looks like I'm going through like a like an upscale neighborhood, hitting up boutiques. You know, Bellevue Mall or something. <laughs> you know. So yeah, 100% from me, a point to Judge Dredd on, on which one creates the best dystopian vibes. Yeah, Judge Dredd kicks it off right away by having Rob Schneider is getting reassigned after getting... Oh, you just, uh, oh, you just mentioned Rob Schneider. I might have to switch to Dredd. Careful, man. After he's getting out of prison, he's uh, being relocated to uh, living quarters, and he thinks that he's going to be living on the top floor where all the rich, good-looking people are enjoying their swimming pool, and then he descends into the lower and lower and lower region until he's in the area where there's a block war, and he's got to hide inside of a spaghetti-dispensing robot. Yeah. So. Makes sense. 
Um, also, if, if a spaghetti dis- dispensing robot in a housing project doesn't say dystopian future, I don't know what does. Also, we never uh, really get an idea of the cursed Earth. No. In Dread, they just no. kind of briefly mention it. In uh, Judge Dread, we hear about it all the time. We see it. It's very present. This place looks, looks terrible to live. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like I can, in the other uh, world of Dread, I feel like I find a nice little neighborhood to hang out in. So, yes, definitely a point for me. Keith, I'm taking that as a point from you. Curtis? Um, yeah, I would have to say, I mean, it has sort of, to me, kind of a, a Blade Runner meets Star Wars vibe as far as the dystopian aspect goes. Right, that's another point. So Judge Dredd is Judge Dredd. Yeah, there are lots of sort of stormtroopers hanging around in various uh, states of, like, armored... Like, there's the black and white soldiers, and then there's the all-black soldiers, and they all have impossibly large guns. At one point, Sylvester Stallone steals one of their guns, and it's, like, twice the size he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's she's kind of short. He is, but he's he's still pretty built. Yeah, so. still a big gun. Yeah, that so. gun was the size of Rob Schneider, or maybe even Joe Pesci. <laughs> Definitely but Joe Pesci. I think they, they, they cast his body to create the gun. Like, that was the original mold. <laughs> Give me a Rob Schneider gun, but much more serious. <laughs> All right, so... Verdict on round three, Judge Dredd. Round four, comic relief. How do we lighten up this dystopian world of comedy? Which one has the best comic relief? I mean, that's an easy one. Curtis, I know you know the answer to this. Yeah. Uh, you would expect me to say Rob Schneider, but what about Sylvester Stallone's uh, catchphrases? Did you guys find that a little cheesy? Here's what I'm going to say about... Actually, before I weigh in, I want to hear Keith's uh, opinion. Because I, I think I know what he's going to say, and I think I, I can swim in the end. You're both off your nuts, because the dry, cool wit of Carl Urban in Dread had me rolling the entire movie. He's playing the straight man in a world gone mad, and I loved every second of it. One point, Dread. I'm going to say... Uh, Judge Dredd is funny, but not for the reasons they wanted it to be funny. The, the actual jokes and intentional laughs they're going for in Judge Dredd fall completely flat. While Dredd doesn't really have any comedy, Judge Dredd has anti-comedy. Uh, I did laugh at several parts, but not because they wanted me to. Another point, Dredd for me. Curtis, I think you're leaning towards... I'm leaning towards... Judge Dredd. Well, we, you did what you just completely flipped. You just I, I did a little devil's advocate. Oh, okay, yeah. one point, Judge Dredd. I, I got the the inner thoughts out of you guys. Mm, interesting, interesting tactic. A real a real judge here. This is a real, real kangaroo court. All right. Oh, this is the one I'm. This is the this is the uh, round I was looking most forward to. Round five, courtroom drama. We know Dredd is the law. But does he show off his legal prowess? That's a great question. What's the answer, Elliot? Well, okay, so at first <laughs> at first, I was like, you know, writing out these categories, these rounds, and I'm like, well, obviously Judge Dredd, because uh, Stallone, the whole time, he keeps yelling, I am the law. Uh, he keeps talking about the law, how much he respects the law. Every time something illegal happens he goes i'm the law that's breaking the law he tells he's telling the new cadets that they have to respect the law he completely talks about the law the law the law so and he has a courtroom draw there's a courtroom scene 
where he's, you know. Yeah, Judge Dredd is literally on trial. He's on trial. For he's a been, crime he didn't commit. commit. And then he, yeah, when he when he says, I didn't break the law, I am the law. And that's kind of when I realized that all Judge Dredd does is break the law consistently throughout the movie. And he just thinks he, he because he thinks he is the law, he thinks he, what he does is legal, whether it is or isn't. Um, do you know what libel and slander are? I do. Are you familiar with those terms? Right. You're treading on thin ice here, pal. Yeah. Um, all he does throughout the entire movie is break the law. One, okay, he's convicted of a crime that he allegedly didn't commit. Um, then he goes to get sent to jail. Well, if he respects the law, he would go and serve his sentence. Maybe file for appeal. If not, just serve it out. Instead, he breaks out of prison against the law. And what does he do when he breaks out of when he breaks out when he uh, his getaway? He kills like numerous prison guards, people he used to work with, and be like, "Lock him up." You know, these guys didn't do anything. All they're doing is respecting the law and trying to catch a wanted fugitive. He kill after he breaks out of prison. All he does is kill innocent people, left and right, until he finally kills Rico at the end. Everyone else he murders is totally innocent of any crime. He also. He's all pissed about being sent, for, sent to jail for a crime he didn't commit. He sends Rob Schneider to jail for a crime that Rob Schneider doesn't commit. And Rob Schneider tries to plead his case, and he doesn't care. He violated He's, his parole. He did, He was held hostage. No. He was. He was held hostage inside of that spaghetti uh, robot. No, he chose to help those guys. He did not. He never helped those guys. He had his fingerprints on their guns and ammunition. Uh, he Even even other judges say to Judge Red, maybe you should hear him out. Maybe he's telling the truth. Did you ever think of that? And Judge Red goes, "Nope." He, but he—he's the law. Ma- no, he's mad with power. He's one of those. He's one of those law enforcement officials that thinks they can do anything they want. Write a write a blank check for mayhem, and they think because they're in charge, it's legal, and it's not. He kills innocent people. He sends innocent people to jail. No matter how many times he screams, he is the law. He is the antithesis of the law. Carl Urban's Judge Red. He follows everything by the book. It might be boring. It might not be that exciting at times. But yeah, he's more of a traffic cop, comparatively. Traffic cop or not, obeys the law. He writes tickets with his gun. Everything is by the book. He uh, he cites the book of laws numerous times throughout the week. He quizzes people. What's this? What's that? What's that? He's like a walking encyclopedia oh yeah, it's of like a going, legal textbook. It's like, that's, you that's, you just articulated how I feel about the movie Dread. It's like going and studying law in community college. Hey, this isn't what movie you, right now, this isn't what movie you like more. It's long and boring and. It's not what you like more. We're being impartial. Everyone wants it to end. Impartial here. Which one is. Impartial. Which one shows uh, an upholding of the law by Dread? That is Dread. Hands down, case closed. What was this category again? Uh, <laughs> Upholding the law. <laughs> it was a uh, what was it? Uh, courtroom drama. Does he does he, he does he show off his legal prowess? Yeah, Judge Dredd wins because there's an actual court scene. The end. That's like two seconds. Uh, every time Dredd is out on the street, that's a court scene. He is the judge and the jury. Every moment of his life is court. Yeah. So Judge Dredd wins this category, right? No, I'm talking about <laughs> Carl Urban's Dredd. He is he he's is never a wa- out on the he's street. A, he's a walking courtroom. He is out on the street. He's on the street at the, at the beginning of the movie. Then he's no. in that building constantly holding trial after trial after trial of every perp. 
there are other judges that do break the law in in dread and and dread puts him down. Why did you touch me? You killed innocent people. The means to an end. You started a massacre. I caused the revolution. You betrayed the law. This is Curtis Ashby of Paper Diamonds Clothing, and you're listening to the Trash Heap. I've watched Judge Dredd twice. If it's not real, <laughs> I wasted four hours of my life. You, you're a citizen of Mega City One now. Oh, you've created an alternate personality, and you don't know what's real and what's not. Maybe you don't know what's real. You're, you're thinking of that. You don't know what it's really like. I never to be even the questioned it. Of a judge, gone crazy. No, I'm fine. Okay, cool. One, one point for Judge Dredd from Keith. <laughs> oh, cool. Good for All you. All right. All right. Well, that is round five. The judgment has come down. Uh, let's see. We got one round left. Curtis, I'm gonna need you to rein this guy. Um, in. we have right at the moment we have uh, Dredd at eight points and Judge Dredd at thirteen points. Um. Round six is memorability, and I recall, Keith, you wanted this round to be worth... One, one million points. One million points, so pretty much just canceling out all other rounds. So however this goes down, whoever gets two votes... It's gonna two be, million points? Two million points, so one million points is going to be the winner. So, memorability. Which movie sticks with you the longest, and which one goes out like yesterday's trash? It's a pun, because the name of this show is The Trash Heap. Yeah, and it's also garbage. The show or the movie? I'm both. Brought, yeah, <laughs> it's all relative. Like the show's bad, guys. It's, it's bad. It's bad. We're, we're not deluding ourselves. The way Keith deludes himself with Judge Dredd's legal responsibilities. Yep. Okay, memorability. <laughs> Which one sticks with you longer? Which one do you remember after it's said and done? Well. Um, I don't know. I think this is kind of a tough one, but uh, the quirkiness of Judge Dredd kind of sticks out in my mind. What could you? What What happens in the plot? Can you tell me what happens in the plot? Basically, from my point of view, I would say that Judge Dredd is framed, and for framed for murder, and basically they have to figure out who is behind this crime that okay. he did not commit okay keith there's also a cool subplot with clones yeah i totally forgot about that part no you didn't i did you blocked it out on purpose no, because you can't separate yourself from your emotional uh connection to this movie well i'm gonna say this i uh when i rewatched these movies for this show i didn't really remember much of the plot of either one and I watched Judge Dredd much more recently in the past than I had Dredd. So, I mean, I watched, watched Judge Dredd like maybe like three months ago and I couldn't really remember what happens. Um, that being said, I do think there are more memorable characters in Judge Dredd. There's more memorable like wacky situations. However, that being said, there is not a single scene in Judge Dredd that is nowhere near as memorable as Mama's death scene in Dread. 100% disagree. The slow motion fall when she's on that slow motion drug that makes you think everything's happening really slow. Falling hundreds of stories off a skyscraper to her face exploding on the concrete from a concrete POV. 
was like our eyes are concrete face erupting disrupting right in front of us filling the screen with gruesome gruesome gruesomeness it was done better in Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. I didn't say it wasn't done better in a, Amanda Hutzacker is rolling over in her grave. Didn't say it wasn't done better in other movies. I'm just saying that scene is more memorable than anything in Judge Dredd. It's almost like you've never seen any other movies before. I'm not comparing them to other movies. Are you listening to me? This is an impartial uh, uh, jury. What ha- it's what evidence is presented in the courtroom. We can't bring out inside... Outside evidence? There is no outside evidence. I don't think you guys seem to understand this, Keith, but I am the law! (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Also, another quote from Judge Dredd. I knew you would say that. It's strange how you're remembering all this stuff from Judge Dredd when you claim to not be able to remember anything from it. No, I remembered it, and I remember it now because I watched it yesterday. I'm talking about the time I watched it before. I didn't remember anything. Well, wait a second. We can't... Watching it before has nothing to do with its current state. No, it's how much... it's. I've, I've watched both movies in the past. How well do I remember them? I definitely remember... Even still, I definitely remember Dread more than Judge Dread. But you also have a terrible memory. Well, it's actually pretty good. It's awful. You've forgotten my name three times already. Today or just Lifetime? <laughs> He doesn't remember. <laughs> See, you don't even know. You have no recollection. Well, I'm giving a million points to Dread. One million points from me. And I'm giving Dread minus a million points for you can't, being. You can't do that. Completely forgettable. I remember the bad car chase from the beginning, and after that, I can't recall a single scene. I like I said, I just remember the end. That had me on the edge of my seat, and helped me enjoy what is supposed to be an adrenaline-fueled thrill okay, ride. So I'm giving them one million points to... Judge Dredd has a, a old-timey robot that rips someone in half. It has Armand Asante about to kiss Sylvester Stallone on the lips. That's pretty good, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you that. It has a wild hover bike chase through the, the streets and the skies of Mega City 1. It has... A cannibal family in the desert where one of the cannibals has a toaster dial on his forehead to that's, gauge his level of power. That's pretty cool. That's I'm not, incredible. I'm not denying any of these any of these facts. But there's one irrepu- irrefutable fact, and that is the end scene of Dread is incredibly memorable. I think the, the final scene of Judge Dread is even better because they 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 walk out of the final showdown with Rico. And all the remaining judges that aren't dead are there waiting and cheer for Judge Dredd. And they say, we need you to be in charge and help us rebuild the justice system. You know what he does? He says, no. He says, no, I got to go to work. He says, I'm a, I'm a street cop. And you know why he wants to be a street cop? Because he wants to be out there killing innocent people and getting away with it scot-free because the only witness will be him. No, it's because he understands that absolute power corrupts absolutely and so he refuses a position of power so why is he so corrupted with power then with he's a man of the people he needs to be out there on the streets he's a man of murdering people. helping the innocent and saving lives they and cr- punishing the wicked they re- constantly re- uh, reference how he doesn't care about other people then why do they cheer for him they give him a standing ovation as he rides off after saying no i don't know i, don't know. I know you know you don't remember 
Curtis. Ooh, this is a tough one. Remember, this is one million points. Tiebreaker. This, whatever you say, will win the will win the case. I hate being in this position, but I guess that's why they pay. Why did you agree to come on here if you didn't want to be the judge? Well, I mean, it's a responsibility that someone has to take, right? So I feel like I'm out of both you guys. I'm probably the most responsible. You're definitely the least emotional. That's true. I uh, can have an impartial judgment without getting emotions involved. Uh, in that case, I'm going to have to say Judge Dredd to me is the most memorable. Wow, that's two million points for Judge Dredd. That's two million. Minus a million that's for Dredd. So that's. No, Dredd doesn't get minus a million. Negative a million. Dredd. Okay, for the fi- worst movie final, of all final, time. Final verdict. <laughs> final verdict. Dredd is a piece of crap. Judge Dredd has. Two million thirteen points. Dread has a million and eight points. Oh, close. Judge Dread wins. Now I want you guys to know something, just to show you how impartial I am, how I truly do uphold the law. I like Judge Dread way more than I like Dread. But this isn't wasn't about what I liked. This wasn't about um, my opinions on life and movies. This was about the facts. And the criteria that I created. You made up the rules. <laughs> you wrote the law. Because I am the law! <laughs> and that's how impartial I am. I don't even like <laughs> dread. I don't hate it like you do. But I don't care for it. I love Judge Dredd. I think that it's time for you to take the long walk into the cursed earth. Mm, that actually sounds kind of cool. dispense movie criticism to... Mutants and cannibals. People who have never seen movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that concludes our first movie grudge match. Does it? I don't think we've solved anything here. Well, we just figured I don't out think this is over. It's, well, I mean... what well, Do you think the right movie won? Well, I gotta say, both of you guys brought up some pretty good points, and... Disagree. <laughs> it was a Objection! Tough... I would say, I would recommend... Watch both and decide for yourself. I kind of feel that, like I said, I like Judge Dredd better, but the case presented was, my case presented was much stronger. I'm kind of like the the Robert Shapiro or Johnny Cochran of this case, and uh, Keith is the Marsha Clark. And uh, even though my... I'm more like Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Um, no, no, that's debatable. Even though, even though my client was definitely guilty, based on the evidence presented i proved i proved that innocence and it was a corrupt system right you're fighting for truth and justice and fairness in a world gone mad yeah pretty much except you don't know where the line between reality and fiction begins or ends possibly incredible do you think that people living in the dystopian future of Mega City One, uh, do they? You think that they watch movies based on uh, an abundance of free time, or do you think that they have to ca- carefully choose everything they watch because uh, they could die at any second? I don't think they're thinking about it. No, death is such a common thing. You know, you don't think about. It's like driving a car down, down a car. You're way more likely to die in a car, but people never think about that. They think about dying in an airplane, which never happens. 
So the last movie you could see in the future of Mega City One could be a buddy comedy with Sylvester Stallone and Rob Schneider. That could yes. be the last thing that you yeah. see. It's like fuck it. I mean, I watched Barbershop the Next Cut uh, the other day. That could have been the last Don't movie. Don't start with this Ice Cube hate again. Uh, that could have been. And we uh, could have been the last movie I watched. Ice Cube is a national treasure, and you would be a privileged man to have his face be the last man, thing you see before you all die. All I talk about is, is his physique. There's I, nothing wrong with his arms. I didn't say there's anything wrong with him. I just talk about him. You're the one who gets all sensitive about me saying he has doughy arms. He's a beautiful maybe, man. Maybe I like doughy arms, huh? <laughs> Did you ever think of that? Curtis, back me up. Isn't Ice Cube beautiful? He's uh, a good-looking gentleman. Damn right. Yeah. I think maybe, yeah, you're the one who has some, some weird Ice Cube thing. I, but me and him are bros. We're, we get along pretty good. Weren't you terrified that he was going to come after you after the last episode? I wouldn't say terrified. I, th- I thought it was a possibility, but we're cool it's now. It's still a possibility. Yeah, we're cool now. We're, we're all right. Was that diss track about you? Yes. Yes, it was, but it's over, you know? It's not over, and let me tell you why. Because our friend Ice Cube sent me a message. Mm. And this is what he said. Maybe you can hear this, Elliot. The next time... You cross me, you're going to end up missing. Now get the hell out of here. Yeah, that's just a thing we say to each other. <laughs> I got it in. I had, I had some people talk to him. So that movie, the, the NWA movie, that kid who played Dr. Dre, Francis was friends with him in middle school or grade school or whatever. He's in the movie with Ice Cube's son. I just had Francis... Message him on Instagram saying, hey, we talked to Ice Cube's son to talk to his dad, telling him no hard feelings from Elliot. He actually likes doughy arms. And then everything, and then everything's cool now. It's not cool. Oh. Goodbye. Well, nice knowing you guys. <laughs> and so we end how we began talking about Ice Cube. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up. Our uh, first movie grudge match. Um, it, was be, a, it was a shit show. You be the judge, absolute guys. Absolute train wreck. You be the judge, guys. If you feel so inclined to message us on social media or comment on our Facebook page, which uh, which movie you think deserves um, a final judgment, let us know. And also, if you have any recommendations for other movies for future grudge matches, it don't have to be like this where it's you know, different adaptions of the same source material. It could be thematically similar movies, movies from the same time period. Think like uh, Virtuosity versus Lawnmower Man. Um, I was thinking Lawnmower Man versus Encino Man. Also makes sense. Any movie ending in Man can, can go weak against each Meteor other. Meteor Man. Meteor Man. That's actually a really good movie. Curtis, what would you like to see on the trash heap next? Uh, I want to see some more... Uh natural disaster movies pit against each other oh like twister versus uh tornado yeah dante's peak versus volcano yeah try that one on for size you do that well the towering inferno versus the tower of terror <laughs> is that even a movie or is that just a ride that's just a ride oh well it's isn't it like a twilight zone ride i don't know yeah i never went on it looks scary i did i lost my hat 
And my lunch. You really fucked up. <laughs> well, that what either way that'll have to wait because next time we have another special episode lined up. Uh, we're gonna take a what would you call it a break from the trash heap, or just uh, give it a special title? We're kind of calling it something else. We're taking a break from the trash heap because the show is getting canceled. Yeah. We have no sponsors, no listeners, no hosts because Elliot's gonna be assassinated by Ice Cube. Yeah. Uh, where it's going to be called, we're going to do the Midnight Special, which is going to be a showcase of midnight creature feature horror movie types things, you know, things of that ilk. We're going to be hanging out late at night watching something spooky and gross and weird and uh, possibly uh, in a state of altered I will definitely be, I will definitely be drinking. And maybe a little bit of slow-mo could be involved. I will definitely be taking yes. that drug slow-mo. High-powered street drugs from the future are definitely on tap. Yes, sir. Well, until then, guys, thanks for listening. The trash heap is closed. See you later. People like fart noises, right? Yeah, it's really popular. (laughs) Perfect. That's a pretty good one, I think. That's because you got to yell into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever works. That was awesome. I will be more. I think it'll be more entertaining than some of our other ones. Uh, I felt like I was in a real courtroom. See? Why are you looking at me? Because you're the fucking judge, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Armand Asante in this movie is such a scene-chewing force of nature. It's like he snorted a line of Al Pacino before he did this movie.